joining me is Jay Parnell from Bristol and Molly um, and today we're going to be talking all about kind of uh, body image, body positivity and um, we're going to be like delving, like delving into um, kind of the stigma around where body image comes from, from a kid, like when you're a child and stuff like that. Um, so welcome Jade. Thank you for having me, it's great of to course, be on the podcast. It's very good to have you on Jade. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited about this podcast. Um, so, uh, Jade, if you want to tell the listeners, uh, so you're doing a PhD. Uh, it's it's not is it specifically body image or? Yeah, so um, it's a great place to start. I'm yeah, I'm doing a PhD at the Centre for Appearance Research, which is based in Bristol, like you gratefully said, <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, that research centre is the world leading research centre that do- does everything related to appearance. So yeah, like you said, body image, but also thinking about like visible differences so things like a birthmark or a burn or like an amputation for example yeah so we deal with everything related to things like that and my PhD focuses specifically on young children so Mm -hmm. around four to eleven years old yeah and looking at like how can we make them more accepting towards all types of appearances because Mm -hmm. yeah we know that there are they can be less accepting towards certain appearance types yeah definitely as a young child I suppose you're not as educated you know yeah and you're just not as open of course and learning as well where these these things come from where do these ideas Mm -hmm. and attitudes develop in young children because no one is born with internalized stigma this is something that society creates you know yeah so yeah it's really important like we we talk about body image and to kind of define it and what our research center um thinks about it as is how a person thinks and feels about their body and and the way they perceive themselves to look that's yeah quite an important definition as well because it means that mm-hmm. everyone can have a body image we all whether it's negative or you know on that spectrum it doesn't matter we all have a body and we all perceive our bodies in different ways absolutely yes. it's such an interesting topic as well where did the inspiration for this come from like is this something you've been interested in, like your entire life or was it just kind of like college that inspired you to go down this road yeah that's such a good question like um i kind of two two ways to answer that i a fell into it um luckily yeah. for me i got asked to kind of take part in some body image interventions with uh, at the time it was university aged women um so kind of 18 and above and we ran some body image interventions at, at the university and it was for me it was just so interesting because i was hearing so many things that women were saying that they felt about their bodies often negative and how often do we hear like particularly a woman say I love my butt, or I feel great, or you know what, like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now because my body feels good and I can energize. We don't hear these things, we hear like, oh, I hate the way I look, or I, my yeah, bum is so this. True. And it's, it's kind of a negative space. And when I was sat in that intervention, for the women that really took it on board, they, it was such a powerful place to be. And I really learned that, like, this is something that's really important and something I want to be a part of. So, yeah, that's where it came about. It's yeah, it's nearly like it's nearly like people are shameful to talk about their like bodies positively. Do you know? I, th- I think we're almost like programmed or like brought up yeah. to like reject, not reject our bodies, but like reject compliments. If someone tells you, oh, you look nice, like you're all you. So like, I feel like we're just brought up to like reject how we look. We're brought up to reject. Comp- yeah. Brought up to feel negatively about our bodies. 
because like it's it's mm-hmm. shameful Absolutely. to be seen like if you have like do you know if you're wearing a short skirt or your boobs are out in the top it's like oh, cover that up it's we, it, we are we yeah are. there's always some negative always yeah oh sorry <laughs> what do you mean oh, no, by no. like an intervention is that like a what yeah you know yeah intervention we use that term quite frequently in in research and body image literature and it's a really important thing to define it is you know a a session or a series of sessions where you have particular focus in the body image intervention to be you know to delve into why do we think about our bodies this way and, and what what can we do um to help change the way that we perceive our bodies in in society tells us the way that we think about our bodies and the outcome hopefully should be that you know for anyone that receives the intervention whether it's men women you know or any kind of gender or any age any ethnicity mm-hmm. that you are taking away something <clears throat> from it that can hopefully have a positive impact um so yeah it's, Very good. it's a great great thing that I've been involved in I've absolutely loved it and now working with younger children it's interesting because like you said Molly why women particularly feel that they can't be positive about their bodies whereas young girls we're told to be sugar and spice and pretty and princesses yeah. and these things <clears throat> everything nice <laughs> yeah and everything nice and it's like no because that teaches us that our appearance is the <clears throat> only thing that should be important to us and yes. that, that's our, our where our value lies which is yeah. I just think it's like it sets from an early age especially young girls and now more so and even more in the future now we see it with boys too um but particularly mostly girls in the past and it just sets them on the path straight away yeah. to think yeah I, the way I look is I remember even when I was younger I had this little toy it was I don't know if you had them do you, do you remember it was a Tommy and Jenny the little girl and boy dolls I don't know if you had them anyway but they used to speak and I remember the girl used to say sugar and spice (laughs) that's a little girl no but like even something as small as that like it's just in like from such a young age I'm being told yeah it's engraved from a doll like yeah Yeah. it's it's interesting as well because we often find um in the literature and in research that young girls are less accepting of um people who have aesthetic visible differences to something like a facial burn or you know a a birthmark or or something related to that they'll be less accepting whereas boys are less accepting of um functional visible differences so that's like if you're in in a wheelchair you have like a part of your body amputated because boys are always taught as well to be strong and run fast and so yeah that's so interesting yeah like to think that and obviously, this isn't just black and white, but those nuances yeah. are developed from what we're taught as a young people that mm-hmm. Disney, for example, that a scar is a villain and yeah. Ursula is higher weight is is again evil. Like these these things yeah. are convoluted, but they affect the young minds. Of course. Absolutely. Even... Um, on Instagram, I think Jade, you put it on your story. I, I put it on my story as well. But it's the new. What's the new movie with Anne? Witches. Hathaway? Witches, yeah. And like they, she only had like three fingers or something. And it was just the idea that like in the actual story and in the old movie, like she always had five fingers. It's just that they were long or whatever. But like that they decided that oh, taking away like two fingers is seen as scary and is seen as evil. Like it's it like 
in this day and age it's terrible to be doing things like that like for people who genuinely have those disabilities it's not fair for them to be put in this box of oh I'm evil or I'm scary just because I don't have a finger or something you know it's, it's crazy. so true and it happens so often is and um, yeah, yeah it's great that people are picking up on it more now but it still does happen now and it's good that we still yeah. discuss it yeah. and we pull it up when we see it yeah absolutely because I think it's something I'm trying to educate myself on more and more um and like following like people like that on Instagram I think is so important would there be like any people that inspire you on like social media or even just in general that like you'd follow that like kind of talk about those topics that I suppose have inspired you to kind of like change your way of thinking from when you were yeah and I think that's so important when it comes to um your social media filling it with people that um inspire you and teach you if you're you know trying to learn these things so I definitely think in terms of people that are close to me and like that I call friends my um, podcast partner um, Nadia Craddock she's on um, Instagram and she's just fabulous at explaining um, quite detailed Mm. pieces of information in in such a great way and then there's another colleague of mine called Emily Mattson um but she's Emily dot I dot Mattson she does like sport and exercise but not for the typical let's get let's get fit and look great it's like yeah no let's move our bodies because there are vessels and they're great things and like you know girls are taught to run like a girl but no why don't we just run like our bodies teach us to run yeah (laughs) or swim in freezing cold water molly because that's what we like to do it makes us feel alive it annoys me so much was is when like girl is used as an insult i know that's like completely separate but like it's that really like gets on my nerves i just don't understand why like being called a girl is yeah it's a bad thing yeah I'm like oh you yeah. cry like a girl like you run like a girl like oh yeah. it's really or this whole idea of like oh like oh she's got balls like as in this whole idea that like oh just because you've got balls you've got this confidence or yeah. you know, just shit like that really Katie, you were the off. first person to like um like bring my attention to that like because I like I would say oh, yeah? that all the time like oh my gosh she's got some balls like just yeah just because I'm pro, like, you know, like, I'm just accustomed to saying it. I know, it. it's just a saying, of course. And, like, yeah, yeah. you said it the last day, I think it was, like, a week ago or something, and I was just like, I have never thought about that. I was like, I feel embarrassed yeah. now, but I suppose that's what it is. It's all learning, and it's all just... Ah, that's it, you're just educating yeah. yourself, like, you know? And that's that's the good thing, like, I think even now, like, for myself, in, as a body image researcher, I'm still educating myself. And one thing that gets, mm-hmm. like, confused sometimes is that people think oh you're a body image researcher you must have the perfect body image or you must always love your body and that's so not true yeah um yeah. Absolutely, and so yeah. I think like I'm still trying to learn myself and how my body is but I'm also trying to learn the right language for things like I mean this is a yeah. bit of a side note but body positivity I'm actually starting to move slightly away from that term in itself yeah, oh, yeah. and and the thing is I, I used to use it, but now I feel like it's another thing that women need to live up to, like to always feel great in their bodies, which I don't think that's fair so because true. sometimes yeah, you feel so like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. and I, I think yeah. that that's like, it's just another way of saying like, you should always love yourself. And that's not fair because then people get themselves down that they don't. <laughs> that's so yeah, true. It's yeah. like toxic positivity exactly yeah. I actually was speaking to someone the other day and they said they started following hashtag 
body positive and there are there is like research that's found that it can boost your body satisfaction but the the same study that found that found that women also scored higher on self-objectification which is like they're really starting to look at their bodies and compare them with other bodies because body positivity is a focus on bodies still yeah Yeah, and and it's so it's like it's a convoluted way of yeah working out but I think that it can sometimes have a negative impact but not in the way you think yeah no absolutely it's such a good yeah point, like. but then it's like well you know trying to work out what might be the best way I like more body acceptance because I think being I love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. being yeah. able to just sit with it sometimes if you don't feel yeah. great that's okay you're allowed that yeah exactly yeah. it's the same way if you feel like you know, if you're having a bad day like if you're aware that oh my god like this is just a bad day and just feel your feelings you're gonna get like mm-hmm. you know it's better than just being like oh my god I shouldn't feel bad because I've had a week of being positive I shouldn't feel negative today yeah it's the same thing yeah. like it's just just accept where you're at I think that just yeah yeah your feelings as they come I think yeah I think for me as well one thing I do to try and um be positive about my body is every time I go for a shower I'll literally like or come out of the shower or whatever I'll stare at myself naked in the mirror for like 10 minutes like just like looking at my body being like I love I love yeah. my body I love my body like blah 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 like it's small things like that that's so good you yeah. know actually in the intervention yeah. I was talking about earlier one of the the challenges is called the mirror challenge is exactly what you just explained so, yeah no way yeah. You, that's so funny I, yeah I think it was uh, Keelan Moncrief that had it on her story and I was like oh my god I'm so gonna do this so I've been doing it for like the last six months and I mean it's, yeah. it's working I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> and that's really great yeah, yeah and I see it's it's not something that again like it it's just something you should never really like aspire to always be positive but we often don't look at our yeah. bodies naked enough in the mirror like and just think absolutely exactly, yeah. you, you know it's it's something that you wake up with every day you go to sleep with every night why can't you look at it in the mirror for two minutes <laughs> exactly. yeah absolutely. um but yeah I think that's really great and there, there's loads of ways that you can you know start to think about and change the mentality you have about your body but also exactly like you say Mm -hmm. if you feel like you're having a rubbish day then sit with that that's okay don't be too harsh on yourself exactly absolutely I think I saw it in someone's story I think I think it was Ronya Bins or someone and she said like that taking nudes and all that kind of stuff just for yourself Mm. was like such a Mm -hmm. therapeutic thing and I've done it before like it is like it is it's you kind of like oh I am sexy like you know I probably shouldn't have said that on the podcast (laughs) I feel like there's no. one point in every podcast and I'm like, too far, you took it too far again, Molly. No. Draw the line and stop sipping over it. If you feel that way, and if, oh, I think yeah. it's, it's better, like we need to be more empowered as as women, especially with our bodies. I think we need to be able to think about our bodies in more of a positive way, but also accept that if we don't feel great, that that's okay as well. There's yeah, exactly. a fine line, but yeah, we need to, we need to yeah, yeah. work it a bit. Uh, and I think another thing is to like stop like objectifying each other mm-hmm. like as like yeah. women in general like it's it's very hard like I think appreciate everyone like everyone is actually good looking mm-hmm. if you like because because we give out so much like oh men objectify women but then a lot of women yeah. do it to other women as well mm-hmm. and I just yeah I think like cut that out and then you're on a winner like yeah I remember my counselor actually like because I was like really conscious about my weight and stuff like that but um I remember my counsellor was like, if you're judging yourself so much, like, from your own body, are you not judging other people around you? 
to like judge yourself yes. from your own body and I was like I remember in that moment it's such a simple thing but in that moment I was like oh my god like that's the last thing I want to do the last thing I want to do is judge other people and that's exactly what I'm doing by judging mm-hmm. myself from because you're comparing you know, yourself I just, I don't know, yeah, I yeah. and yeah. and comparison we call them appearance comparisons in my line of work but it's one of the biggest issues that underlie so many of the body image concerns that we find like especially on social media Mm -hmm. the biggest issue is the comparisons that often happen with not just celebrities anymore but peers and peer appearance peer appearance comparison god that's quite hard to say don't say that too fast (laughs) (laughs) um can actually lead to even more negative outcomes because like you're comparing yourself with someone who you see on an equal par to you in in terms of attainability or or life um whereas celebrities you you view as you know well you live this extra life whereas if you went to um school with x then and they're looking like this then you're like well what wait what you know yeah absolutely and that's that's a whole nother level of of nuance that social media adds that like traditional media so like I say magazines tv ads they never yes. had that because you were never comparing yourself to a peer you were comparing yourself uh-huh. to a celebrity yeah um, that's yeah. interesting actually because um myself and Daniel were actually talking about this last night Daniel's my brother but it was so funny because we were comparing like Daniel was saying he follows like celebrities like that's all he kind of follows in his grandma's he follows the mates but that whereas for me I don't follow mm-hmm. any celebrities because I'm like oh well I don't want to be following like you know people that I or people who have bodies that I wish I looked like because then that's negative on my feed but like nearly in a sense that like Daniel was like oh I don't get like negative when I go on Instagram because it's unrealistic for me to have Mm. life like like a celebrity whereas for me I'm comparing myself to people who have gone through like the same situation me like growing up in Ireland or like goes to college and blah 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 blah, like similar situations uh, which is so interesting though because like you'd, you'd think like oh well getting rid of the like celebrities it you know, it takes away from the like need to look like something, but it's 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 nearly worse when you're kind of like just following yeah. your own peers. It it adds more of those nuances that make it like even more complicated, yeah. but subtly slightly more worse sometimes. <laughs> um, because yeah, we often absolutely. find the same, like like I say, traditional media. There has been decades of research that has found that it has a negative impact on um the body image of men, women, you know. And so these things have been very clear and research has been around for a while looking at that. And if you look at traditional media, often you get it's in beauty or high high street fashion, the white, slim, um, able-bodied female who, you know, and you think, well... It, they're a celebrity blah 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 you add those things and but then mm-hmm. when you see like you say a friend that you grew up with in school or someone down the road and they're putting their best foot yeah. forward which is often the thing with social media putting the the best persona yeah. they can then that creates a bit more complexity you're like okay well oh yeah they look like that but they're actually just down the road so what yeah is it yeah, ever possible absolutely. to stop comparing right. yourself though so um, actually appearance comparisons are automatic, we say. So like the same way you might want to think of a flight, fight or flight. Yeah. So it's not something you can instantly stop, but it's something that you can really train yourself and like be mindful of when you are online or looking at any media imagery. Yeah. And then when you like just 
sitting with some of your thoughts or even just looking at what kind of your feed is bringing up even if it is someone who you know that is might be a peer if they are creating Mm -hmm. quite a lot of negativity for you then you need to think about what might be best for you and we say social media it's nearly impossible to say to people especially in our generation don't use social media because I mean come on like a lot of people do everybody's yeah so the next step is how can we use social media um that will promote more you know more acceptance towards our own bodies yeah and I think yeah being considerate of who you follow and the type of images you see but also just thinking about when you are posting images or things like that like that people do put their best foot forward and it's Mm -hmm. yeah social media creates that environment so just trying to be always have that in the back of the mind but it's difficult as well and I understand that (laughs) yeah I think, um, I don't know, is it a trend or is it just that I'm following more people like this? But like, there's one girl I follow. Oh, what's her name? It's like, I think her name is like Dana something. Um, but she always does like an Instagram yeah. versus reality. Mm-hmm. So like, she'll have a photo shoot where it, like, it looks like, oh, her body's perfect. She's got like, no, like cellulite or no spots or like, she's so slim, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll be like two seconds later, like she like, it's just different lighting or like, you know, different position or whatever like I think it's it's so important to follow well for for me anyway I think it's for me it's important to follow people like this because it's like like in two seconds you can completely (laughs) change how the image looks like just from lighting or from a different angle or whatever and like I know obviously like it's it's obvious that like you can change those things with different lighting and angles but like I think it's important to fill your feed up with that just to remind yourself nearly every day just to be like the images people put on social media aren't exactly yeah that's huge and I completely agree on the back of that as well Katie there is some um research that actually my um supervisor who's at the center for appearance research did a couple of years ago and she looked at at, so it's Mm -hmm. Amy Slater she looked at parody images um have you heard of Celeste oh, Barber? Yeah. The she she's I an Australian Instagrammer, and she does like takes an image of um, a celebrity or someone who's like I idealized kind of in inverted commas image, um, looking yeah perfect in that inverted commas again, and then she takes the mick out of it. So like <laughs> someone like really awkwardly positioned on a bar um and then she's just like led there trying to um like imitate it and they kind of looked yeah so they did they did a study with that and looked at what impact looking at these joke parody images would have on women and and they found it increased Mm. their body satisfaction and made them feel better in their mood um so like you said actually trying to fill your feed with some of these like joke but also showing the realistic side of life is quite a good good way exactly buffering those negative effects you might have yeah like you definitely do feel better if you see someone posting like a more real photo like you you do like i can back that up i can back that (laughs) study up i was like i do Mm. feel better i'm like if someone's like (laughs) not even if they say it but if it just looks more natural and it doesn't have a filter on it like I've even found myself recently, like, I feel yeah. the need to use filters and I have never felt that. Not because, like, I was just like, oh, no, I'm just yeah. not that, I just don't like using them. I have found mm. myself that I have to use them. Yeah. Even, like, texting my friends. And I have never, ever been like that, ever. Yeah, yeah those people, yeah, cheeks. I always have them on now. 
like, I would never, like, a year ago, I would have been like, no, like, I've never touched a filter in my life. Yeah. Obviously, like, filters for, like, posts, but, like, those kind of, like, the funny filters and whatever. Yeah. And recently, I'm flat out doing it. And I don't know why. I don't know what's changed because I don't think I love or hate my body any less. I probably love it a bit more than Mm -hmm. than anything, like, but. Isn't it so negative as well, though, the fact that, like, I, I saw there was, like, on Instagram, there was, like, an effect and it was like a mashup of like Kylie and Kendall's face or something. And it was like to make your face look more like That's that. And weird, I was just like, like oh, why hmm. are there? Why that is actually just weird. Like this? It's just, it's so negative. Like if someone like, said yeah. that 10 but years just... ago to like our parents or like even like, yeah, people like that are my aunts and uncles, that would be a good bit younger than my parents. Like they would have been like, what the hell? Like that is, that is strange. And we don't yeah. take any notice of it because it's just the done thing. But, like, if we actually stepped back from that yeah. and been, like, that is so odd. Like, that is so strange. Like, it can't be normal. Like, yeah. I agree. I agree. But also yeah. I want to highlight that although social media now has its own kind of, like, idealized form of imagery, even back in the early 2000s, there was an appearance ideal of, like, um, and I'm going to say they call it heroin chic, but, like, Kate Moss and the runway models. Yeah. Um, and the attainment was a little bit, well, actually quite a bit different to what you see the appearance ideal to look like now, which um, it back then was a lot thinner. Um, and so there's always yeah. been like these appearance ideals around in society. But the other thing that's really interesting and to remember is they change so frequently. They're like trains, like, aren't they? I was like, they're just earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I was but, thinking about like what used to be like popular, like, even 50 years ago I'm doing a research for an article I'm writing and like appearances are trends just like clothes it's yeah but who sets them yeah who sets the appearance like you know who sets fashion yeah. designers I think it's just kind but of like who sets appearance trends like is that ourselves is there's that, so is many Kim Kardashian? like who is it like <laughs> well there are there are like yeah kind of things you could focus it down to like in the early 2000s thinking about runways and um, models and advertisements and magazine imagery now it's more like social media and yeah Instagrammers or um, people like Kylie Jenner who clearly have quite a high influence but the thing is they change so regularly but the difference between now and before and this is a whole nother conversation is there's far more opportunity for people to pay to change their bodies now yeah, that's a massive. Yeah, thing, like isn't your it? body yeah. is a, like almost work, and they can put that in um, our research. Body work is like, oh, you you're paying money to have you know fillers or to have um, uh, certain things done to your body to try and attain that appearance ideal. But yeah. then think about it: in the early two thousands, it looked completely different. So in twenty years' time, what's it going to look yeah. like? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I so feel that. And it's something I feel like I kind of struggle with as well because I'm so like, no, I shouldn't change my body. Like, I shouldn't feel the need to. And then on the other half, I'm like, oh, I would actually die for lip fillers. And it's so bad because as much as I'm trying to be uh, like positive about my own body lately and like accepting of like how I look and stuff, mm. there's always that thing in the back of my head like, Katie, get lip mm. fillers, get lip fillers. Like, the, you know. the thing is, you want, you're not like separate from the world and society that feeds all this information into you and like often we're told and this is a big message that we're sent if you if you look a certain way if you meet all these ideals you'll live happily ever after and you'll have um 
a great life and things will have these you'll have these opportunities and the the thing is you just looking a certain way won't make you happier um and these things do change but the thing is you shouldn't also beat yourself up that you feel this way sometimes because you are a human at the end of the day and and you're Mm -hmm. told these messages so frequently by so many different like mediums it's not fair to like beat yourself up about it too because you think well as long as you know any considerations you're making it's your body at the end of the day if it's it's a decision you make mm-hmm. but also being aware of what these the, the reasons and the things that are feeding into that yeah and uh, just bringing it back to um like kind of children like from a young age stuff what like from your like research and stuff what would you consider to be like the most common problem among children from such a young age like would it would it be weight conscious or yeah. would it be yeah like, no. Yeah, 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 wait, yeah. I think so. Like, so basically, my research looks at young children's attitudes towards appearances, and we, my recent study has found that children as young as four um, have negative. Imagine yeah, like being that young, like isn't it? yeah, that's, they not only cool. and I use the term higher weight. Um, uh, that's there's another reason for that, but like yeah, yeah I use that term. They have negative attitudes towards um other children that are higher weight, but also they're less likely to be their friend and invite them round and and invite them to their birthday party and things like that. Yeah, that's and so there is hard. research that's found it's even younger. The only reason I found it at four was because that's the earliest age I researched. Like, so there's some yeah. research that's found as young as three. And the thing is, it's like. I remember I was doing my research and I was going into primary schools, we call it in England. I don't know if... Yeah, 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 great. Yeah, (laughs) just checking. And as I was walking in, there was like a a government scheme on um, just normal rubbish, litter, uh, the bins, and it had like almost like a measuring tape. It was yellow and it said, slim your waist. Now, yeah, so obviously they're doing it to reduce the amount of, yeah, non-recycling that you're producing, which, fair enough, I'm I'm all for that. But the messaging was very, very wrong. Yeah. And these young children are walking past this on their way to school. And then I'm asking them, how do you feel about other children, like, their higher weight? And they're responding negatively. And I'm like, well, no wonder. This is just one thing that they walk past. Yeah. And so, yeah, Yeah. it it does happen at such a early age and it's it's scary um so yeah Yeah. I definitely would highlight that as as being something that we need to focus on because these messages are so ingrained and internalized that even at the age of three young children are thinking it yeah and like I know obviously like your research and stuff is being done today or whatever but do you think like this problem is something that is getting worse or better for children of that age like, do you think there's more of, like, a positive... Mm, I, like, I think there is yeah. a slightly more awareness um, now than yeah. before. So I would say positive on that note. But also, mm. I think, and, and linking this similarly to, to COVID and the recent situation with our world, um, it's, it's unknown, too. The, the young people of Ireland or England or anywhere in the world are the the minds and the yeah. people of the future so hopefully that there's mm. enough balance but i think there's so much more that needs to be done still um and a long Absolutely, long way yeah. to go before that there is acceptance mm. towards yeah 
all types of appearances and when it's shown in young children it shows just how far we have to go to it's you know what's mad as well just um you mentioned like all around the world it's mad that like a lot of these issues are so global do you know like 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 talking about like way specifically like that is a global issue do you know and i don't know yeah it's mad isn't it oh sorry Oh, I think, and at the same oh, time, ahead. as much as like it is global, a lot of research is only ever done in Western cultures and societies. So, like body image is mainly done yeah. in England, the US, and Australia. Mm. So, we also have a long it's way mad, to go when it? it comes to our line of work with other cultures. You know, other ethnicities. Yeah. It's mainly white. It's mainly women. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly able-bodied. Like, yeah. there's lots of issues there with our line of work too and it's something that you know yeah. we have to work on ourselves we understand that um and acknowledging Absolutely, it again yeah. is, a, is the first step so I think it's it's definitely it's good but yeah. we got more work and, yeah yeah and I think just even like I, I I've been trying lately anyway just to, even on social media just kind of like spreading like positivity and like like not even well, positivity in a sense, mm, but also education. That's a huge, you know, one. like yeah, yeah. Do you know? And I feel like it's just something that people need to do to break yeah. this whole stigma. And, and there's so you much know? fear sometimes of saying the wrong thing or getting it wrong. And yeah. I think you know that's that's something I'm even scared about sometimes. And he- I do this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hold my hands yeah. up. There, there's still situations where I think, okay, sh- like, is that how you should say it? Or what, you know, what's the best way? I don't want to offend yeah. anyone. And so afraid to insult Of course, yeah, but yeah, then that's, that's such a big barrier in itself because the worst thing you could ever do is like not talk about things. Cause exactly. then you make it to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it just makes yeah. it even worse. So I think that spans beyond body image. I think and, and women exactly being you should not just be open negative. to like you shouldn't fear being wrong. You shouldn't fear well, like exactly. getting things yeah. wrong. You should just be open to to educating yourself if you do get things wrong. I think that's the attitude people should have. Yeah, and they shouldn't be and if, going hard on someone yeah. that's made a mistake. Like it's like it can happen to any of us. The world has literally accelerated so much in the last yeah. few years. That things have moved on so much. We're bound to mess up, like, you know, that kind of way. Exactly. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to mess up either. You know, you gotta That's it. Gonna and the thing is, also, if if yeah. you do get called out on something, then the the often thing that we can do is just to get our back up and be like, oh, wait, but, and try and justify exactly. why we said it. But it's often, you know, it's something I'm still trying to do um, on my day-to-day life is yeah. reflect on it and think, actually, hang on, this is... This is something that I can learn from, like you said, Molly. And also, if you do call someone else out, trying to, like, if they're coming from a good place, do it quite sensitively too sometimes. Exactly. So not to be like, you know, that's completely wrong if they've, you know, said something in a, in a good place, but just slightly not the way that you feel. And know that you're not yeah. always right too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. body image is one thing, but yeah, there's so many. It's important that we're talking about it. It's such a big topic, um, and it affects us all. Yeah, I know. I literally could yeah, talk you about could just make so many podcasts. I could literally just go on and on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might have you on part two. Again. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you. I'd be honoured, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah. 
thanks so much for joining us such an interesting Same, conversation I, I really enjoyed it anyway i hope everybody listening enjoyed thank it you it's lovely listening yeah. to you as well it was thank you so much for having me on again <laughs> it was great absolutely no loved it and i just i think it's amazing that like you're yeah it's such a cool this. thing like, to be doing do you know in college I don't believe like, I it sometimes. Sometimes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I i love it it's such an interesting topic but then i'm biased because i do it so <laughs> and i think that would actually be so good for like people like listening to this being like there's actually cool not cool stuff to study but like you can study interesting things in college i don't know for sure i hope that exact message gets yeah. across there's more out there than just a commerce degree or just an arts degree or something yeah just yeah yeah it is like it is research but it's kind of like cool area that I really enjoy doing so I agree with that Molly if anyone is listening it is there is more than just the mainstream exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thank you so much no problem um so that's everything for this week um we hope you guys enjoyed it and thanks so much to Jay for coming on with us today and join us next week for another podcast bye Thank you.